Disciplines. Our, 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 our children have got to see that prayer and praise in the Word of God is important. It's important. Luke chapter uh, 10, verses 1 to 4. And again, I want to uh, thank uh, Brother Troy Van Voris for allowing the Lord to use him on last Sunday. Thank you so much, sir. Appreciate you. Um, after this, this is a passion version. After this, uh, the Lord Jesus formed 35 teams, teams among the other disciples. Each team was two disciples, 70 in all, and he commissioned them. Verse 2, he released them with these instructions. The harvest is huge and ripe, but there are not enough harvesters to bring in all the harvest. As you go, as you go, plead or pray with the owner of the harvest to drive out into his harvest field many more workers. Now, off you go. I am sending you out even though you feel vulnerable. You won't need to take anything with you. Trust in God alone. Don't get distracted. Turn to the person next to you and say, don't get distracted. Don't get distracted from my purpose by anyone you might meet along the way. Don't get distracted by anyone who you meet along the way. Um, As you probably might have figured out by now, and if you haven't, I'm traveling through the book of Luke because I want to know more about Jesus. So we're just traveling through the book of Luke, and when we finish, we finish. Uh, But I want to talk to you this morning about the undistracted life, part three. The undistracted life, part three. We said said over the last few weeks that there are two kinds of distractions. There's the 911 distraction. That is, it's an emergency. Uh, you, You don't get a choice on whether you should respond or not, you have to respond. Uh, a loss of job, a sickness, or an emergency uh, is just something that you have to respond to. And I said that the the um, the thing you, your response to a nine one one re to the re um, response to a nine one one distraction distract this meaning to draw and traho means to pull. Pull, or uh, this meaning away, and draw and traho means to pull. So, so distraction is something that you're you're on course, you're heading to a certain goal, but something distracts you. It pulls you away from your purpose. Are you with me? And and so you have nine one one distractions. And as, as some of you know, you know we had a nine one one distraction all for the last week. Um, some of you may not realize that Vanessa had been 
in the hospital since uh, last Saturday. Why I was again, why I was ministering in South Carolina. I was on assignment, and the enemy was trying to get my mind just totally distracted. And then, uh, by the grace of God, God is good, uh, and through the power of your prayers, she uh, was released on this past Friday. And so, praise God for His goodness. But that, but. But that was a 911 distraction. And you said, well, what did you do? I rebuked the devil. What do you mean by rebuke? The word rebuke, uh, I think it's an old French word. Uh, well, it, it, it means to not consent, but it's an old French word, which means, which means to strike back, to strike back. And, and so uh, you, how do you rebuke the devil? How do you strike back? How do you not consent? You have to have the word inside of you. And so now I was like, God, I need a word about how to get through this. And the Lord dropped in my heart and I, and I texted to uh, Carmen and Vanessa and Jessica and myself because we want to walk in agreement. Second uh, Kings chapter four, verse 23, when uh, the, 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 the woman who couldn't have a child, Elijah gave, Elijah prophesied to her, said, you're going to get a child. And so she gets blessed by the prophet. And then as soon the child's around, I don't know, 10 or eight, ten, around there, the child dies, and the woman takes a child, uh, in fact, the child dies in her arm, takes a child, put him in the room uh, where the prophet stayed, went to see Elijah. The husband said, what are you going to see the, the prophet for? And she's, her response is to, and I looked up in different versions, her response is, is Second Kings chapter 4, verse 23. She said, don't let this bother you. That's one version. And then the voice says, don't worry, all will be well. And so that's what we just kept saying. I kept saying that in my spirit. Don't worry, all will be well. Even though she has never had two blood transfusions, two blood transfusions ever. In the 25 years we've gone through this. Yeah, 25 years we've gone through this. And the Lord kept said, don't worry, all will be well. All will be well. And sometimes all you have is a word to hold on to you. But God said in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 12, my word will I hasten to perform it. Tell somebody you need the word. You need the word. You need the word. And that, so there's the 911 where you have to rebuke. You have to tell that you have to just stand on the word. Uh, and then there's the 411. 411. I call that wandering from your goals and your priorities. Wandering through TV, social media, people. Well, what's your response? Your response really is to repent. <laughs> Matthew chapter 4, verse 17, the first message Jesus preached, he says, um, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The kingdom is within your reach. Matthew 6, verse 33, why is the kingdom so important? Because Jesus said in Matthew 6, verse 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things, all this other stuff will be added to you. Uh, I say that because um, Tuesday uh, we're, we're, we're going uh, to continue to go through, we're going to start going through this book every once in a while. And uh, the thing about this book, we learned this from, we, we got knowledge of this book through Craig Parker, one of the speakers for Living Life on Mission. And these, they seem to be selling out like hotcakes. Every time we order some, people just grab them. Because we want to really uh, continue to fulfill our goals of how, do we gonna, how are we going to create disciples? 
How are we going to build people's lives up? And so what we've been doing, we've tested it out with Fan Into Flames uh, on Bible study and teaching people how to memorize scriptures. And, and, and so if you want to learn how to memorize uh, that scripture, Matthew 6, verse 33, uh, come out. That, that's, they give you 13 scriptures to memorize when you, when, with regard to at least growing in Christ. And we've already memorized about six of them. So it's really exciting if you want to come out Tuesday. Uh, do that. But uh, the reason why repentance is so important is because the word repent means to change the way you think. The word repent means you're going one way, you need to turn back and go the other way. Are you following me so far? And repentance has to take place in the heart. That's why David said in Psalm 51, around verses 10 to 13, he says, create in me what? A clean heart. Actually, that word clean, if you look in your dictionary, the word clean means to free to liberate, create in me a clean heart and renew a what? Right spirit in me. Then, then after my heart gets right, then I can teach sinner the, the right way. You can't teach anybody until your heart is right. You got to get your heart right. Got to get your heart right. Later in this chapter of chapter 10, you know, Jesus, uh, a, a, a young man comes up to Jesus and says, what are the, what are the most important commandments? And he says, the first commandment, the first commandment, Luke chapter uh, 10, verse 27, uh, is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, that is, all your passion, with all your strength, that is, all your energy, and with all your mind. Love the Lord with all your mind. That's why it's so important when Paul says in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, he says, after you present your body, live in sacrifice, he says, be not conformed to this word, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You've got to get your mind into the will of God and the purpose of God. And that's why repentance is so important. Then he says, love your neighbor as yourself. It is so important to love your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your God wants passion. When the ark came into the presence of God, the Bible says David danced his clothes off. And the only one who was mad was the devil and his wife. And don't take all that. Well, it still amazes me. It still amazes me. How people... So I see guys, I'm going to talk about you guys, how you can be so cool. But if you were a Celtics fan yesterday, I, my, my phone was almost a little blowing up. Hey, did you see the game? And if you were a Cleveland fan, you know, and if, and if you were a Sixers fan um, at the end of regulation, <laughs> And it made me, all the people who say, well, you know, I'm not emotional. Ah, I think they'll say that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't tell me you're not emotional. Don't tell me you're not emotional. God wants our passion. Turn to somebody next to you and say, you're too cool for God. You're too cool for God. You're too cool. You're too cool for God. You're too cool for God. The wrong person to be cool with is God. Yeah. 
He wants passion. He wants people going after him. He wants people to chase him. He wants people to hunt him down. He wants to be wanted. He wants to be wanted. He wants to be wanted. So we're trying to stay focused and not get distracted. We, as you know, our goals, and I want to remind you of our goals. We just crossed over the first third of the year, and we want to remind you of our goals again. Our goal is, once again, to serve and encourage 500 people every Sunday who come into this church to serve and encourage them to go and serve and encourage others. Okay. All this is is a pep talk for you and I to go out and minister and touch other people's lives. So it's imperative that you ask yourself, um, who have I touched in these past seven days? Whose life have I affected these last seven days? That's living life on mission. We said that our goals also is to, you know, to continue to construct the exterior of PT South. We, we want to construct that and complete that, uh, so that, um, so that we bring glory and honor to God's house. And you know, we're praising God the fact that we're starting. Uh, a number of projects this week on the outside, the foundation, that final window starting in May. So God is really doing something. We, we're saying that we want to create uh, systems for healthy children's ministry. I, I was saying to the leadership yesterday, because I, I know I'm a believer and I'm saved and you're supposed to have love for everybody, uh, but I'm I'm just a weeny bit competitive, just a weeny bit. And so I went to our junior Bible uh, quiz teams tournament. And, and of course, they were dressed like they were the Golden State Warriors. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and, you know, you, you don't remember, you got to remember, everybody's there, everybody's believers, everybody's doing the scriptures and you know it, and, and it's tough for God because I had a I really needed a Holy Spirit because when our kids were answering the questions right I was like yes and then you know when another kid would hit the buzzer and there was this like little thing in me like like get it wrong get it wrong get it wrong and I said no that's not that's not right forgive me Lord help them a little bit Jesus help them a little bit <laughs> you know because you you want everybody to be blessed, but you want your kids to win. And, and, uh, and so when our kids beat, uh, they beat the, 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 the previous champions twice. Twice. Because if, you gotta, if you're going to be the champ, you've got to beat the champ. That's what I like about our kids. They didn't just, they didn't just walk in. You know how people, like, they just make it into the playoffs because another team beat a team for them to get in, but they didn't get in on their own. And see, our, our team were like, you know, we're going on against the champions, and they, they took down the champions. Can you tell how proud I am of our kids? But anyway, uh, 
I got to stop being so proud of you because pride comes before the fall and I don't want to fall. So uh, I, I humbly say praise the Lord for you. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but we're cultivating children's ministry and then we're, we're, we're trying to create contagious uh, discipleship training and pastoral care. I, I, I want to really challenge you that you you have got to find a tribe in this church. What do I mean a tribe? A small group. I am convinced that the reason why Lady and Carmen and I made it and Jessica and how we made it through this week, Vanessa, is because we have we have we have as, as Jesus says he he sent out a team. We we have we have a small group. I belong to four small groups. What do you mean small four small groups? When when the stuff hit us, I had my executive team. That's my small group. They're praying with me. I had my elders team. They're praying for me. I had my Cambridge Black Pastors uh, uh, so, uh, Alliance. I'm on their executive board for that. They were praying for me. I had the New England District Pastors. They were praying for me. I had my own pastor, Pastor Jonathan and his wife. I have I had so much prayer going on for me that that the devil had to say, okay, I, I'm just going to leave her alone. Turn to the person next to say, but who's your team? When the stuff hits the fan, who's your 911 number? That you don't have to dress it up, that you can just say, this is what I'm going through. Who's the person that you could call them and say, you know, you need to really, you really need to pray for me because I'm about to knock somebody out on my job. <laughs> and next Sunday, they'll still look at you as spiritual. <laughs> as opposed to looking at you side like, like, I like, whoa, I didn't know you had that in you. Let me trust, look, trust me, we all have it in us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. It's quiet in this Pentecostal church because we have a commitment to uh, local and global outreach. But what, again, what struck me is that he said the harvest is ready, but the laborers of you plead, plead to the Lord for more harvesters. This word harvest is an old English word. I know that the, the, the New Testament was written in Greek and it, it really means reapers, but that didn't really help me the way I wanted to help me. Uh, and so I looked at the word harvest in Old English. It's an Old English word, and it means autumn. It means realization. It means the time to receive. The time to receive. You're an athlete, so I know you're a good catcher. Okay? So, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you have, you played ball. I heard you. I, your brother said you had some skills. Okay, so, so see, the time to receive. Okay, the time to receive. You can throw this back. Okay, the time to receive. The time to receive. Okay. So the question is, the time to receive is now. But the question is, are you ready to receive? Are you ready to receive? Are, are, you, are you ready? Are you in a receiving position? 
this word harvest, the time to realize, meaning, okay, no more faith, no more believing, but the time to see the real answer to your prayer is now. This word harvest, it means autumn, and autumn, they believe, might be derived from the word agio, from which we get our English word august, augment. And so we're talking about the the time for autumn or agio, meaning the time for increase is now. The time for increase is now. Uh, Elder Nita was sharing uh, at one of our meetings uh, 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 when the Lord spoke to them you, that you, you were living in an apartment in, in Medford and the Lord spoke to them and said, it is time to buy your house now. And they were like, well, the funds, the finance, what? and the Lord said, it is time now. And I believe she shared, well, we started getting ready. Meaning that, well, if the Lord says time now, well, that's not going there. That's not going here. See, some of you, some of you, the reason why God hasn't moved you is because you haven't moved yourself. I'm going to look at the clock. And that way you can say, turn and say, neighbor, you don't even look like you're ready to move. God's like, God's like, okay, the time is now and, and you don't even look like you're ready to move. Because, yeah, I need a, uh, any, 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 good, any good athletes out there? Any? You a good athlete? You raised your hand, Isha. What, what Come on here, music. You, you raised your hand. She's like, I got skills. Okay, so I want you to stand up. Okay, so okay, right now, stand right there, stand right here, stand right, stand right here. Okay, little foot. Okay, ready, ready. Oh, she got both. No, that's right. That's right. That's right. Ready, right. Okay, she high heels too. Okay, okay, okay. My point is, is that. She was ready to move. Too many of you stay right there. God sends a blessing. You're like, I'm not moving for that. You're like, you're like God bless me. And he throws it at the city. And you're like, God didn't bless. No, I was ready. No, you weren't ready. You got to move. You got to move. Okay, I owe you. Thank you. Give her a hand. Give her a You've got to encourage me. You got to move. Well, Lord, just drop it in my lap. This ain't first class. God is not some concierge. God is not like, no, airline attendant. No, can I help you? Le garçon. I mean, come on. delivering room service well he know where to find me oh really oh, oh, oh that's how it is 
me just, you all are mad. Why hasn't the Lord blessed me yet? You got to move. You got to be, are you ready to receive? Some of you, God is saying, I'm going to bless you. That means you, that means you need to get rid of some stuff. Mm. We, were, we were with Matt. Now I can't remember. We were, I was so many places this week. But they were talking about this book about getting rid of clutter. And they said, and one of the things they said is that, uh, you know, it's hitting some people right now. It says that um, um, if you look in your closet and you see something, and if you say, if you say to yourself, would I buy this now? And the answer is no. Tell somebody the pastor just helped you. <laughs> Tell somebody because you'll never, because <laughs> even, even if you want to wear it again, you can't. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> You're not going back to that. Ever again. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I'm like, I don't like that minister. Yeah, yeah no, keep hope alive. <laughs> this, this word, uh, he says, not only harvest is right, but you're going to have to plead to the owner of the harvest. This word plead in the, is a Greek word. It means to want. Long for the Lord of the harvest. Beg him, petition him, petition him, make requests, make requests. That's an interesting word, make requests. The word requests, it, it is re, meaning again, and the Latin word quiro, and it means to look for to search for, to try to get, to call for interrogation, to examine, to, to investigate. In other words, and that word investigate is invest. I got to keep going back to God. It, it is the example that Jesus used in Luke chapter 11 about the man who kept knocking at the door and he was importunate meaning that he was he had no shame that he was waking the man up in the middle of the night he had no mm, he had no shame that he needed something some of us need people to pray for certain areas but we allow shame to not express i have a need but when you're desperate, you are without shame. I, I was detailing to people, okay, this is where my daughter is. And I guess I run the risk of, hey, you're the mighty man of faith. You're the man who spoke about no distractions. You're the man about, you know, just quote the word of God. And I was without shame. I was like, just, you know what? I just need help. Without shame. Without shame, without, uh, and then there's, there's Luke chapter 18 where it says men are always to pray, not faint. It talks about the widow who kept going and harassing. And, and finally, the, the judge says, he uses word that 
you know, give this woman what she wants because she keeps beating me up. She keeps harassing me. And and what he's based and then he says, now if this judge who doesn't even want to bless this woman, blesses her, how much more will your heavenly father give to you if you just ask? Well, here's what struck me. This this word, this word means also plead means to devise, to plan, to aim at. Keep asking over and over again. And, and, and to seek over and over again. And that's why Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 and 8, we were praying uh, for the these goals on Tuesday. And we're praying about the outside of PT South and that the Lord will really uh, uh, bless and accelerate. And uh, Reverend Jenny prayed. Uh, she prayed Matthew chapter 7, verse 7 and 8. says, ask and it shall be given. Are you with me? Seek, and you will find. Knock, knock, and the door will be open for everyone. Everyone who asks, receive. Everyone who seeks, find. Everyone who keeps knocking, the door will be open. The question is, are you asking again? Are you seeking again? Are you are you knocking again? Are you are you just is, is God regularly seeing you in his face? Are you can God say, oh, here she comes again. Here he comes again. Why? Not because I'm harassing you is because I believe that only you can answer it. So we. And so I ask you, as the people of God, as we are focusing on these goals, that we, we keep praying. We, I believe uh, uh, and we're in a season now where either last week or next week, the, the, the city is going to make a decision on whether to give us a, 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 an additional, did I say additional, $100,000 to fix PT South. They're, 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 they're making that decision. Now, they've, they've already given us, the city has already given us $150,000. I believe in heathen money. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. That's a, isn't that what Nehemiah did? He went to the king of Persia and said, give me some money to fix Jerusalem. But he prayed for us. So I want us to pray that the Lord will touch the hearts of the city. And as they'll say, you know, well, I know there's separation of church and state, but we're going to bless them anyways. Make them break the rules. Come on, folks. Come on, folks. So we're going to pray about that. I'm almost finished. Actually, I have one more point here. Pray that the Lord sends laborers, workers. This word workers is a Greek word, ergates, which comes from a our, which comes from another Greek word, ergon, ergon. And you may say, well, what's ergon? Well, ergon means to work. And ergon means at work. It's when, which we get our English word, en ergon, energy. When you see energy, something better be working. 
Are you with me? Let's say it again. When you see energy, something better be working. And so, Lord, I am praying, pray that there'll be workers. Pray that there'll be people at work. Lord, if we're going to accomplish what we're called to accomplish at Pentecostal Tabernacle, we need people who are going to be at work. Not sit, thank you for sitting on a pew, but we need people to go to work. We need people who are going to touch the broken. We need people who are going to minister. We need people. And one of the beautiful things is that, 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 we, that people are stirred to do missions work. And not everybody, not everybody, we can't send every, <laughs> Jesus. we can't send everybody to Honduras, but we can send everybody across the street. Yes. <laughs> can't send everybody to Romania, but we can send them to Dana Park. Where's Dana Park? That's actually, a, no, the park at 56 Magazine Street. Let's, let's, so, so I, I want, I guess the point is that I want us to not get distracted from what God has called us to do. I'm going to ask you to not get distracted in your giving. And thank God that we can now program our cell phones to say, take the money out every Sunday. Yes. Turn your name and say, neighbor? You don't even have to be at church to give. <laughs> you, don't have, you, you, you don't even have to forget. All you have to do is remember to have the money in there. We have a program, and, and I'm sitting in the meeting, and all of a sudden I get a text, and I'm like, oh, 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 okay. <laughs> You're taking money out of my account, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah, let me check the bank account. <laughs> but let's keep the giving up. You all have been fantastic. Amen. You have been fantastic. That's why I'm free to say, let's keep it up. You have been fantastic. And I say that because summer is a time when funds drop. You know, people going on vacation, people aren't used, you know, church attendance drops. Let that not be the case here that we keep giving and stay focused because something is about to happen. And this is exciting. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's just worship him right now. As an act of saying, I'm not going to be distracted, Lord. I'm not going to be distracted. Summer's coming up. I'm not going to be distracted. I'm not going to get off focus. I'm not going to get off course. This is the year of harvest. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Could you just take 30 seconds to, you don't have to you know, stand up, but right where you are, let's just worship the Lord. Let's bless him. I want to stay focused. I, I want to get back to, if you haven't already, I want to get back to memorizing the scriptures. I want to make sure that my prayer time with you is not affected now that the weather's warm. I, I want to make sure that, that I'm in the word. I want to make sure that I'm continually living my life on mission and reaching out to people on my job, reaching out to classmates, people who, I, who I'm in school with and I know where you know, the semester's over and I'm about to go our separate ways, but Lord, help me.
to make sure that I reach out to them and tell them about Jesus and minister to them and keep in contact with them and, and, and make sure that I'm continually living my life on mission and not getting distracted. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. As a family, Lord, keep us focused on the things of God, on the purpose of God, on the mission you have for our family to glorify you, to, to be uh, a, a family that you can say, you know, that, that's, that's, my, that's my example of what a godly family should be. Lord, help us not to get distracted. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Some of us had family prayer regularly, but it's been a while. We've got distracted. The busyness got us distracted. And the Lord's saying, get back to the family prayer. Couples, you used to have regular prayer with each other, but you got distracted. Get back to it. Get back to it. Mm. Oh, Spirit of God. Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Some of us used to sit and read the Bible scriptures to our children. Get back to it. Get back to it. Some of us had good friends who we used to meet with and pray together. Get back to it. Some of us used to regularly share Christ. Get back to it. Get back to it. Some of us had money set aside to be a blessing to people when they needed to be a bless needed a blessing get back to it don't get distracted the harvest is ready the harvest is waiting for you oh some of us used to have a discipline of fasting once one day a week we got distracted get back to it get back to it get back to it oh jesus i know you're speaking lord i know you're speaking I know you're speaking. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. If you're here, I want to make this final point. I just feel the Holy Spirit. If you're here and there's things that you used to do and you got distracted, some of you is just taking care of your body. You got distracted. <laughs> Whatever that thing may be, if that's you and you say, Bishop, could you pray for me? I, I, I want to just make a declaration that I'm getting back on track. If that's you, I want you to stand right where you are. I, I mentioned a number of things, and if that's you, you've been distracted. You've been pulled off course. You, you, you've been pulled. You, you've been... Some of you, there's, there's goals that God put in your heart at the beginning of the year, and you've been distracted. 911, 411. The Lord has sent this word not to condemn us, but, says, but to get us on track because what we're going after is important to him as well. So, Father, in Jesus' name, and I stand also, Lord, because I, Lord, there's some things that you have told me to do for my own personal life, and I have been distracted. Oh, Spirit of God. And so, Father, I'm asking you right now in your name that you would strengthen each and every one of us Lord Jesus, some of us, you told us that we're supposed to be taking care of our bodies better and we got distracted. 
Some of us, you told us you need to get back in school and we got distracted. Some of us, there's just things that you told us about our ministry and to get focused and we have been distracted. 911, 411, but it's still something that has pulled us away from the destination you have for us. And so Holy Spirit, like the song says, I'm coming back to the heart of worship. I'm coming back to being focused on you. I'm coming back to seeking first, first, first the kingdom, first your agenda, first your agenda. Some of us remember how much time we used to spend with in the word studying and in prayer. And we have been distracted by Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and all sorts of stuff have distracted us from spending time with you. Oh God, some of us had a heart for witnessing that we, we couldn't leave a restaurant without blessing the waiter or waitress and sharing in Christ, but we have been distracted. Because the enemy knows that the harvest is ready. And so he distracts us from going out there and receiving the harvest. But thank you, Lord. The devil is a liar. And we're getting back on track. Without whatever you want us to do with our minds and our emotions and our bodies, we are getting back on track. It's not going to be summer slumber. It's going to be summer energizer. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Something is going to happen. We're going to give more than we ever give before. We're going to spend time with our children more than we ever before. We're going to spend time with you in prayer. We're going to, we're going to up the ante, Lord, to let the devil know that we are going to get the harvest God has for us. So, Lord, we honor you for what you're doing. I can hardly wait to hear the stories of how you are just pouring out favor and blessings and people getting saved and lives being changed. Why? Because you're using us to affect our worlds. We're living our lives on mission. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Praise the Lord. God bless you.